Hey, we have another uh, fireside chat. Third the, in a uh, row. Third in a row. It's uh, balmy 40 degrees here in Cleveland, Ohio. The good news is it is cold, but the wind has died down. So yesterday, and we have a lot of wood. Yeah, we do have a lot of wood. We got the burner going. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like to hear that with a bunch of guys. Right. <laughs> Everybody, go around, introduce yourselves to the microphone. Start with my right. Chris Smith is here. To my left, Johnny Chrome is here. To his left, Steve Hoffer. And to his left, Dustin Elliott. And we've covered 180 degrees because the tiki fire pits on the other. <laughs> and nobody's getting He's close to that the damn other, thing. The other and Mrs. Hoffert. God damn it. Oh, she's not here. Oh, Don't tell right. me. She's off the radar. She's yeah. just auditing our podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the, she's here to make sure that she's from the SAC. my life hell right now. So I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how much wind and bad weather we've had in Cleveland in the past week. We had so much wind going across Lake Erie. How much wind did we have? We had so much wind that, in fact, Putin Bay, Kelly's Island, Toledo, people could go out and walk under their docks. Wow. The lake was five feet low on the west end of the lake, but the east end of the lake, Buffalo, New York, was flooded. So the wind had pushed an entire lake's worth of water east. And I really have lived here my whole life, and I was really never believing that phenomenon. I always called bullshit. I was like, you know, we don't have wind tides, you know. And I hear people talking about it, and I just wouldn't believe it. But now I've seen the pictures. I've seen people that I know who live out by Toledo standing on 40 feet of beach where the water used to go right up to the grass. And I've seen places in Buffalo that are literally underwater as a result of the wind blowing across our lake. Well, at uh, Edgewater Yacht Club, mm-hmm. in the, I was uh, doing a race. That's where uh, you I keep got, your yacht. Well, no, I, <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. But I was <laughs> hey, crewing on a, I, for a race there. for race week. I was crewing on a boat. Yeah. And uh, the weather, uh, a thunderstorm started blowing in. Uh-huh. By the time we, we, we had set the boat up, the docks were three or four feet. Uh, the water was three or four feet from the top of the docks. Okay. Well, they called the race because the storm that was coming in was too bad to race in. Okay. So we all huddled underneath the, at the at the whatever, the, buying beers and whatever. We were drinking beers. And by the time, in one half hour, the water was up to the top of the docks. Shit. That is three the, feet? I mean, three, three feet, feet uh, change in, in tide. In an hour. From wind. From it was, wind. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. the wind blowing from Canada yeah. to the United States. Was that right. a, what, Steve, was that an hour or was that four beers? I don't know because time kind of slows down. <laughs> alcohol causes a distortion in time. It's been proven. Yeah, there's no aliens. There's just alcohol. It's just, it's just, every time somebody said there were evidence of aliens, I'm certain there was evidence of alcohol. Now, tying into what Phil was saying about Lake Erie 40 years ago yeah. was the what? Edmund Fitzgerald. Edmund Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. So so we're going to put that in the old show notes. That's right. We're going to have all the names of everybody that died on the Edmund. Phil will type that in. No, I'm not. (laughs) You can listen to goddamn Gordon Lightfoot song. And that's what you can do as an homage. It wasn't a passenger ship. There was only like 17. (laughs) 29. 29. 29. Yeah, okay. But it was still scary as a young child listening to the... Yeah. The newscast about right. how they didn't know where it was, right. what happened to them, Absolutely. Fitzgerald, all these right. people were lost. It was. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Titanic. It's still when Steve stri- was young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, on a motorcycle topic tonight. Uh, not, went, not, no, to <laughs> not to digress. Go ahead. Not to interject again, but you really can feel that wind because I ride to work both ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
and going to work, it's like you do you're doing a hundred. Oh my god! Doing yeah. Mi- yeah. Twenty miles an hour. Ride to work. And the what? Well, I know that As opposed sound to right. riding it and walking back. You know, or? it was that <laughs> half a bottle of tequila that's doing me in tonight. <laughs> but on the way home, he rides to work both ways. He's there. He goes straight and it's very. It's amazing how a wind at your back can make riding so much easier. The bike I was riding the day we had high winds was that Yamaha Star Roadliner, hmm. which is an XV19. That's 1,841 <coughs> cc's. It's a very big motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the only motorcycle I've ever owned that has dock bumpers. And it's, uh, it's which a side? Re- port. Port. <laughs> it's, it's a really big... Hard, hard, hard of port, hard of port. There's a, it's a really, really big motorcycle. And I really... It was the first time ever I appreciated this ridiculous mass, like 800 plus pounds of motorcycle, because heading east, I had the wind at my back, and it was perfect. It was like cruise control. It was very weird. It was vacuum, like the sound was a vacuum. But then as soon as I went through downtown and I got to run north, I came out of Dead Man's Curve and the wind hit me coming off the lake, and it shoved that whole motorcycle an entire lane to the right. And I was like... I was like, oh my god, this is fierce. <laughs> then I saw the van in front of me, which got shoved three lanes to the right. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> the wind on Lake Erie is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I used to fly, and we were ferrying planes from from uh, County yeah. Airport to Brook Lakefront. Okay, yeah. And we were landing a plane, and the wind was, it was like one of those days yeah. where the wind's coming out of the north at like... 40 miles an and hour. You're a full crab. And I, yeah, a full <laughs> crab, you land, and I got blown right into the meat. I got blown into the grass. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Holy it was horrible. Crap. Well, luckily, they didn't have to, like, whatever they do to the planes to say that it was, you know, it went off the runway. Yeah, you left the runway. So yeah. it's an instant, uh, it's an instant FAA event. The, but it was very, very windy here. And um, we had a number of motorcycles parked outside of the shop, and we were getting 45 to 60 mile per hour winds. We were gusting to 60. And I went out and I pulled the bikes in because I was just, I've had a motorcycle blow over before. Come on. And it it doesn't seem possible, but I've actually been blown over while sitting on a motorcycle, been blown off my feet. Well, shiver me Blow me over, right? And uh, it's it's scary as fuck. Wind makes a big deal. And you know that giant. I've never been blown on a motorcycle. Neither have I. (laughs) (laughs) We can all look forward to that. The The fat boys, I heard. Have an issue with disc wheels. Disc wheels, yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. Have a very... Uh, so uh, does the Pacific Coast. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. large cross-section yeah. of that body, man. It likes... Yeah, it there's, likes no the air to, there's no air There's no one getting get through, through it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are the slab-sided barn that you've always wanted to be. The uh, BMW has a new motorcycle they're launching, and it's called the... What is it? The G310R. The G310R. So this is a really interesting thing because more players are getting into the three... 300 to 500 cc range and whereas that market in the states at least was always just for entry-level learner motorcycles that nobody put a lot of time (coughs) and effort into the engineering because it was simply for somebody to ride for a short while while they got their gear together and got a bigger bike well this motorcycle is interesting because what i like about it is it has the reverse the motors backwards so the fuel injector is on the front of the motor and the exhaust comes out the back of the motor and the piston doesn't go perfectly vertical. The piston actually rocks to the rear, like the old Honda oh, CH250s. Really? Yeah. So the fuel injector is on the front. The airbox is on the front. It's a very logical use of space because then the exhaust is going out to the back of the motor. And uh, it is a good-looking bike, and they say that it's going to be 350 pounds and around 30 horsepower. So that's it's a got real upside nice upside-down shocks. Yeah, it has a lot forks, of fancy shit uh, on it. Yeah. 
And they flatly admit it's an Indian-built bike, like so many of the mid-sized bikes right now are Indian-built. So uh, they're coming out, and it is cool. It's uh, you know with KTM's 390s with this 310 that so they. Where's got. the KTM built? Uh, the KTM's India. Yeah. The, KTM, the 390s. Yeah, the 390s are India. India. Yeah, those are in India as well. So which one is uh, when? Which ones do you have to buy to make sure they're in Austria? Oh, you got to get into a larger CC. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the six. Yeah. I think. So, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. If it's an affordable KTM, it was built in India. That's an excellent point. <laughs> and you should keep that in mind if it's an affordable Triumph, because I did find out, we asked the question in our last podcast, the Triumph 1200s are in fact built in India. In Thailand. Oh, in Thailand? Thailand. Thailand. Oh, yeah. So the same factory that's been churning out the 640, I'm sorry, the 845s, the 865s is now churning out the 1200. That is a Thai built bike. And that's how they're getting the price point to try and keep it affordable for you. Um, it's probably still going to be an expensive bike, but just the same, we have more of these companies that are doing that completely non-traditional, going where it's cheap to buy labor, you know, and that's uh, that seems to be the trend for all of them now. Well, I guess it's, well, labor and environmental laws too. Boy, you're not they're, kidding, right? They're, they're, yeah. they're buying cheaper environmental yeah, laws. I'm like, pretty sure it costs okay. A, run all that crap right into the stream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it costs a lot less money to run a factory in Thailand than it does anywhere in the United States. Nobody's going to be sniffing what comes out of your tailpipe of your factory. In India or in Thailand, well, you, know? you just wonder if it's ISO certified. <coughs> well, and we always. No, I'm just saying. Is that does that even mean anything anymore to, well, to anybody? We buy a lot of stuff for the scooter industry, um, the Stellas and stuff that comes in with packaging that's very fancy. Chris. The packaging has holograms on it. The Get packaging the, uh, has seals on glove. it, and the packaging all says like ISO certified. And Open the I have door. seen nothing to okay. tell me that those shifter cables and shit that we're buying that are Some from India heat. or okay. cruciforms or whatever are any yeah, better yeah, than they were before. <laughs> you know? Well, I would just like them to be the same as what came on the factory. I just I don't know if ISO is just a buzzword <laughs> that people are stamping on something to give this perception of quality in the same yeah, way that they have a direction. hologram on their packaging right. to suggest that there's yeah, some sort of quality control. Open. And that is like... That is a real tough thing. People can agree? be very clever with their packaging to More instill confidence in the product, even though it's still the same shit, just a better package. Well, uh, I recently replaced a timing belt on my Volvo 850. Okay, yeah. And so you, there's like 10 different levels of quality. Quality belts, right? So uh, idlers and water pumps and everything else, and you just wonder if they're still as good as what the factory said, like what the factory provides in the original car, which lasted 130,000 miles, are you going to put a, a belt on that's only going to last 30,000 miles or 50,000 miles, or is the quality high enough that it'll last another 100,000 miles? Well, and to that effect, a, a few years ago, a lot of the guys that were importing Chinese scooters liked to trot out certain names that people were familiar with. And one of them that got a lot of press was a company uh, that made these scooters. They're called Vento Scooters. They, oh, they bragged that they were made in America. Well, first of all, they were lightly assembled in Mexico. And second of all, they bragged that every single one of their bikes was running a Made in America Gates belt. And that somehow gave people the impression like there's quality in there. So their drive belt, the CVT transmission drive belt, was a Gates belt. And I've seen... Just as many of those belts delaminate and self-destruct at 500 or 1,200 miles than we've ever seen of the Chinese shitty belts 
laminate and deconstruct. And it makes me wonder if they're not just silk screening or stamping the word Gates USA on belts on over in belt. China. Who would do that? I know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, oh. But look at the, I mean, not to bring up an old subject, yeah. but tundra frames. Yes. They were made by an uh, uh, American company. That's right. And they yep. rotted to nothing. They did. Pizza's here. Yeah. And, <laughs> Excellent. Sweet. The, uh, that was some good forward nope, thinking. No, <laughs> uh, they saw us and they pulled out. Like a bunch of hobos standing around a fire over there. We're going to get the hell out. We got a free pizza. They didn't announce what the uh, they did not announce what the price of the bike is going to be. I couldn't find that price anywhere. Well, but I you was know looking what? for a road test too. Yeah. I think it is. It I looks, want to know what it handles on the. How it, it looks so very fresh. I mean, the bike looks very. It looks good. It's a good looking. It looks good. It looks small though. It does look small. It does look small. I get, I'll give you that. It it's looks not like made small for bike. my frame. No. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a little kind of a clown car kind of bike. The, uh, that, I mean, it looks like a, a 175-pound person would be yeah. perfect on Yeah, it. well, it could be in that platform of Indian bikes where, you know, all those 180cc kinetics and stuff that, that India lives on and runs on, those are smaller bikes. They, they have such... Did, did you look at the... What's the, the company that's making it? T S. The TVR or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did, did anybody happen to peruse uh-huh. their website? Yeah, I've looked at, well, they've they done. They have like yeah. a 150, a right. 160, yeah. a 180. Yeah. Like, well, Bajaj, uh, Bajaj had <laughs> imported. I, I, I yeah, same same exact looking bike. Yeah. Very similar to this right. uh, one that's going to be badged BMW. They had a 150 and a 160 and a 180. Yep. Well, Years ago. Just, like, what American car companies did. Oh, yeah. With their with their cars, sure. Two seventy three. You could get a four twenty six. Right. You could you get know? right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sure. What will fit under the hood? Seventeen different engines. Okay, fine. That's what we're gonna do. The uh, years ago, Bajaj USA, which was headquartered in South San Francisco, they were bringing in the in, the Indian Bajaj four stroke scooters. We sold a lot of them, and the guy that was running that program thought it'd be a really good idea to bring in some small lightweight motorcycles, one twenty fives, two fifties, that kind of thing. And they had brought over a number of test bikes. And they were all from that same company. I think it is TVR. Mm-hmm. But, the, uh, but, yeah, they brought over a number of them. And we looked at them, and the quality was decent. And I think that TVR is who's building this bike for BMW. It is, yes. Yeah. And so we looked at the quality of the bikes, and they were decent quality, but they weren't very much Indian bikes. So everything was very simple. The welds looked really bad. The wiring harnesses looked very cheesy. The switch gear looked very cheesy. Everything was disposable looking. And that was when he brought that out and said he was thinking about bringing in these 180s and stuff. I told him, I was like, I really don't think people are going to jump on that. I mean, unless the market's, unless it's a $2,200 bike or something, right? right? I don't think anybody's going to go crazy for them. But right now, a lot of manufacturers are banking a lot on Americans going back to a middleweight or a lightweight motorcycle. It's funny to see how many offerings there are. Um, the Our rep for the new Royal Enfield pushed so hard, they, they gave us some almost unrealistic numbers that they expect us to sell because they said they're going after this crazy marketing push and they're going to make Americans buy these 500cc bikes. They think it's going to just going to explode. People are going to go to that 500cc platform. And I don't know. I'm, you know, it seems like a stretch. I mean, America's been no replacement for displacement for so long that we have people in the shop all the time that say, oh, is that a 1400? Too bad it's not an 1800. Jesus well, Christ. What I, what I think, though, is that the American's riding style yeah. calls for that low CC. Low CC. I mean, they want right. the big CCs, yeah. but their riding style yeah. calls for the low CCs. I agree. Because what they do, they don't yeah. 
go over the road. Yeah. They go from bar to bar. It's a bar they go, to bar. They, yep. I mean, how many miles do, do, do the, does a typical person put on their bike yep. a year? I, I think mean, we, from, this group here yeah. is a, a little bit different than, than most people. I think that we for a lot of my customers, if you took 800 cc's away from their motorcycle and it still made the same noise, they would never know. Fine. They would never, ever know. They wouldn't know. What I would like is a, a, a smaller displacement bike yeah. with a larger frame. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. But but that's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to it's not going to be popular, because that's the complaint all the time when people have that. Um, when Vulcan when Kawasaki did the Vulcan 500, which is a great little motor, that's that Ninja 500 motor in there. A lot of people complained. They were like, "Well, this is a big cruiser bike, but it's got this little par- this little parallel twin 500 in. Oh, it's pathetic." <coughs> I've ridden a number of those bikes. They're really good. No, they're, they're, there's I'm, nothing I'm wrong. They're that. really good. Go ahead. Yeah, but they're just not popular at all, and that's just that's what you get. And if somebody's going to do that, they'd rather have a Vulcan 6, or I'm sorry, uh, VLX 600, which looks like a big cruiser bike, even though it's a nice little tight V-twin 600. The, the Vulcan 800s, yeah. were, uh, that to me was the perfect size bike. I still think the motor and the transmission yeah. in that motorcycle is second to, there's nothing in its no. class that's better than that. No, and they look mm. good. Yeah. They operate, and that's yeah. all you really need. Yep. They perform great. I mean, he's got the Drifter, but I've ridden a number of the different versions of that bike, and that Vulcan 800 motor is just a dead solid motor. And they rev nice. What is it about 800? It, I mean, it does. You're, it does. you're riding down the There's highway. There's something right? about that 800 cc. <laughs> it's a good mix. I mean, honestly, the Suzuki that we have, we have a Suzuki Boulevard. It's fuel-injected. It's an C50. It's 800 cc bike, and I have no problem riding it anywhere. I think it feels very good. It's very well-balanced. It's not heavy at all, for I mean, for what it is. Well, you have the Steve Pacific Coast. Yep. The VT800 was a great bike, except for the four-speed. Yeah, well, yeah. But you could change that with a few. And even you know, if you had to. But it is funny. That 800 might be the sweet spot for CCs, at least. Steve, I rode that concourse last Monday. Yeah, Russ called me today, and he's like, where's Chris? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not his dad. Right. That's not my job to watch him. Hi. I got, I got a comment, yes. though, on, on that concourse. Which one? Was it 1,000 or 1,400? Which one? 1,000. 1,000. 2,002. So I happened to be perusing websites. I saw this thing at the uh, Indian dealer on yeah. the east side. Sure. I went out there. I rode it. Uh, and I was riding it like my BMW. So yeah. I was riding it up to 7,000 RPM, mm-hmm. whatever. I thought it was a little buzzy at 4,400 RPM on the freeway. But then I realized that the red line was not 70,000. No. 7,000, no. like it wasn't my bike. Right. It was like 1,200, 12,000. 12,000, yeah. 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 And once you get it up there, that thing is sweet. It was It was a great bike. Concourses are legendary, and I love the concourse I had. It had 100,000 miles on it, and it was, you look down, you're like, oh, shit, I'm doing a buck ten. Right, yeah. It's, they climb. They had 9,000 on it. The body, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the body was really mint, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Very there wasn't a, uh, a spot. The windshield was perfect. Yeah. Everything on that bike. The carbs look brand new. Yeah. So what was the matter with it? Why didn't you <laughs> buy it? He wanted too much for it. What did he want? He wanted four thousand. Oh my god, that's like that's like. But he said he wanted some of my one twenty five scooters cost more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I made a counter offer. He said, "Well, I'll call you back." You never call back. Uh, so well, let him sit on it for a while. It's not going anywhere. His whole. His whole showroom is Indians yeah. and victories. Right. And then his trade-ins are all Harley Davidson. Sure. Except for... The Concourse. Yeah, Concourse. So right. that's that's going to sit there forever. Yeah, so I'll just wait I wonder how that one came in. You know, that's not... 
He didn't somebody pay any more. Uh, I mean, somebody doesn't go from that kind of bike. Yeah, to he a paid fifteen hundred bucks. I'm sure trade in on that thing. So, you know, I'm not. I'm not falling over. I myself. thought he would go for three grand. No, well, he 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 went for three grand, but he did have some fees that he had to tack on there for about five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's. I said, I said, well, goes, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Well, I thought if you could get out the door on that bike for three grand, it would be a good deal. I would think if you could get out of the door on that bike for thirty five hundred, based on what that bike is, for thirty five hundred dollars, you're buying a lot of motorcycles. That, that you bike got was bags. nice, though. I mean, yeah. you got bags. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't really it? Nice? Yeah. I told yeah. you, yeah. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice runner. You're like, I don't want to hear this. It's a really. But Phil, you're no, you're right. As as you're opening up the throttle in sixth gear, as you say, you look down at the at the speedometer. Holy shit! They're fantastic. I'm really going too fast out here. Those are really. I loved ripping around on my bike, and I mean, I drove it. Sure, it was a thousand cc sport touring bike, and it is big. When you ride them, they feel big. Not compared to a lot of modern stuff, but it is still a, a tall, big bike. I would not want to be a smaller person than I am. Right. And I, never, I, and that. I rode that thing like it was a scooter. I just flogged it everywhere I went, and it was amazing how quick it was. Like that and, motor is a very powerful, very quick motor. And how about a seven point five gallon tank? I know. Yeah, yeah, that's I know, that, cow. You know, I I looked at the bike for myself. Yeah. Good, yeah. but I gave you first dibs on. I yeah. still think that for what you're spending, that's relatively short money. You're getting a hell of a lot of motorcycle for it, and most what I think is really nice about it is you're buying a motorcycle that there is a limitless supply of aftermarket shit for. Like there's so much shit for that generation concourse that it's ridiculous. It's right, not one of those bikes where you're like, well, can I find tall bars for it? Jesus Christ, can you? I've never seen one in my existence that's stock. There's so many aftermarket parts for that motorcycle. Yeah, I was thinking like a one-inch bar riser on that would, would yeah, change yeah. the whole dynamic of it. Yeah, and it would because be so you were much right. You're, you're, you're kind of reaching a little bit forward on those right. bars. I had a guy take a test ride on the Mana, and he's very, very picky. So he was gone for about 45 minutes. And after 45 minutes, he came back, and he goes, I love everything about this fucking bike. And, I mean, it took me a while convincing him that he should try the automatic transmission. He should check it out. <laughs> and he did. <clears throat> and he came back in and said after 25 or 30 minutes, his right hand became numb. Because he read that on the <clears> – <throat> probably read that on the, the stupid reviews. And I'm telling you, I've ridden that bike for fucking four hours and my right hand never became numb. I've run that bike I, for 12 well, you've hours. You've got an experienced <laughs> right hand. Well, yeah, it's true. But I tend to overuse the right hand. But the, uh, but I'm a left-hander. Though. I was going to have him call you because he kept saying, he's like, well, if there was something we could do about that, I don't know what's making my right hand numb. I was like, well, maybe, you know, being that you've worked on computers your whole life and you're 50 years old, carpal maybe tunnel. that carpal tunnel, man. <laughs> maybe it's time for you to see a doctor instead of worrying about your bike. Send him over and here. He goes, we'll yeah. tell him it's in his head. <laughs> well, you know what, a, what I like? Well, he's yeah. like, I can ride my V7 for five hours and never experience any numbness in my hands. And I was like, yeah, because you've well, altered your, your V7 so dramatically. You know, he's got like basically high-rise handlebars on his V7. But I said, you also have had two, three years to get used to your, to dial your body into the V7. Now, this is going to have a different riding position, obviously, and he loves it. It doesn't hurt any it's, other part you know of his what? body. It's not that much different than a V7. Right. It's slightly more forward. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, it's not like the Concourse was way forward yeah. compared to the Mana. I, I agree. With the factory low bar, or with the factory bars. Or compared to your BMWs. Yeah. With the factory yeah. bars on a Concourse, they are too sporty. 
But the the BMW compared to the Mana yeah. is about. I would say that the Mana is about a half an inch, mm-hmm. like or shorter, maybe yeah. five degrees. And he's a tall guy forward. with long arms. When I I I've made him sit on the bike, and I took a picture of him sitting on the bike because he was like, well, maybe if the bars were two inches higher, or two no. inches closer to me. And I took a picture of it and I said, if those bars were two inches closer to you, you would actually be leaning back when you were riding it. And that's kind of the opposite of what you want. All he needs is a throttle rocker or like a, a, a anything cramp buster yeah, or whatever anything. they call yeah. them. So. Yeah. And, but anyway, it was a very cramp interesting thing. for you. And he throttle also said, for me. he was like, at 4,500, <laughs> he was like, he gave me some ambiguous thing. He was like, it's at 45, I can feel a very, I can feel a distinct vibration through my feet. And then at 75, there's another vibration through my feet that I can really feel. I was like, man, I'd I don't... I'd say don't buy the bike. Fuck I, you. I would be like... I was like, man, no, I want him to buy the you bike. You know what? It's, it's funny, though, that on every bike I own, when you ride, there's a vibration at every RPM well, that you ride Of course there are. There's moving parts. But you know what? It settles down. Right. Just like on that Mana, yeah. there's a vibration. If you get on it, well, yeah. there's a vibration. But then yeah. when you... If you're settling down at 70... Like, say, 70 miles an hour... The vibration goes away. There's 400 pieces of metal all spinning around right. real fast. And they're, once, they're it, once they all settle down and they yeah. get used to what that RPM, yeah. there's no really, there's no issue with it. Right. Jesus Christ, man. I would so hate he, to, was I he would, using it in uh, like sport mode? or was No, he, he went it out and left it in GT mode and he went around and I guess he had a couple of near misses. I guess some lady pulled out in front of him. She was on her cell phone. <laughs> pulled out in front of him and he had a full brake check. On the bike, and he's Those, like, "I the nearly, brakes are awesome." I nearly dumped bike, it, yeah. and I was like, "Well, you wouldn't say that the brakes weren't good enough because the brakes on that thing are ridiculous. They like, are. The brakes it's are overkill. It's overkill. Overkill it's, on it's that completely bike. Completely on the suspension and the braking on that bike are beyond reproach. They're so good. You know, yeah. I almost think that, boy. that if you <laughs> more fire, just took the windshield yeah, out, yeah, or not took mm-hmm. it out, but put like a uh, yeah, cut it down six inches. Yeah, you could throw a few in there. You'd have to cut it down six inches or make it four inches taller. Right. Right. You, there's no yeah. that in between yeah. windshield just, be just careful. doesn't it's do very it. Hot. I agree. If it was a little more, if the windshield was a little more forward and maybe two to three inches taller, it'd be epic because then I'd have that clean air all around me when I'm right. riding it. Because there's yeah. no clean air. There's nothing you could adjust on that no. windshield to give you clean air. No, no. The windshield needs to be just a little yeah, bit more forward and a little bit taller, that? and that thing would be the said, perfect mile year. I mean, yeah. that would just be I'm, I'm go 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 forever. I love that the top box on that, uh-huh. and I got the center stand. Although. Find me that bolt yet? I, I'm not allowed to look for parts. I'm a mechanic. They, oh, they God. shorted me a bolt. They shorted me the one Talk bolt on the left side. That'll be a really Aprilia, tough one. So. Yeah. This one? We, I but know the person actually, to call. James said have that guy call me. Yeah. I will tell him. James said you're going to have to bring him the bolt. Yeah. That's exactly right. what James said. Well, I can cut work. it on a lathe or just, before I can bring it. Oh, or just bolt. tell us what bolt it is. Right, I mean, is breathe. it a specific bolt? Right. Yeah. It's a shoulder bolt. Yeah. It's, a, it's got yeah. a shoulder yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, whatever. Up. It's the yeah, ones just right. attached to, yeah. the, to the whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Eat out of there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. So have that guy call me. Yeah. I mean, the new, the new guy that's running parts at Piaggio is good enough that if you call him and you get him on the, on the horn... You can tell him, I got this kit. It was missing this bolt. We need this bolt. Yeah. And that might be why James wants to have the bolt so we can specifically tell the guy which bolt it is. So, Or if you could get a blow-up of the, the instructions or the mounting instructions for the kit, just like point to the picture like that's the bolt I need, they might be able to help you out. They've been good at getting me stuff like that. All so. the bikes are our store now. Yeah, they're like it's definitely Rubik's winter time in your garage. Than, uh, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> the only winter. The I have left are the Pacific Coast and the, uh, the RT. RTP, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I got the I 
Emmy breathed fire into the... Tonight I rode here on the Honda Trail 110, my CT110 that I love dearly. And uh, that's one of my favorite zombie apocalypse bikes. But the rifle scabbard isn't on it. No, I took the <laughs> rifle scabbard off, and I took my big stainless steel box off the back, too. The, uh, but there, uh, tonight we put it into d duty as a pickup truck, so it brought over, I don't know, 60 pounds of wood oh. on the back of it. Those things are truly utilitarian vehicles. good bikes. Yeah, it's, it really is a utility vehicle. It is not a motorcycle. It is a trail bike. It is a work farm ranch bike. It it, if it had a PTO on it, it would be perfect. Like, And Emmy had never ridden it in the low range before, so I put it in the low range so she could ride it around the uh, back parking lot. I was like, here you go. This is how you keep kids out of trouble. You put it in the low range, and it won't go 30 miles an hour. <laughs> That's it. But, yeah, it was, it was something. CT90 is the first bike I learned. To, well, I, I had a, a few bikes before that, like 50s and whatever. The first one I ever rode in the woods was the CT90. Yeah. And we used to take our rifles in Chesterland yeah. and ride out, and there was this car in the, in the woods, and we would oh. ride out there with our rifles and shoot the car. Nice. Because <laughs> that's what kids need. Because that's what kids do. That's I mean, what that's kids what need. Rifles and trail bikes. But those bikes run forever. Yeah. They go through anything. They will. And there's nothing that can stop them. No, no. They're, they're You're right. That is the perfect zombie apocalypse. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You only need to be able to out. You only need to be faster than your slowest friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You look around at your group and be like, yep, I got this. This is no problem. The zombies are going to get you, sir. They, uh, it's, it's so mad. Uh, so what else? Would we have podcast topics? I don't know. I sent out a text message. You sent many 50s. Oh, yeah. I did movies. Want to, okay, no, I wanted to talk about many. Well, we need to movies. So we uh, unearthed my Yamaha YSR 50. And I am going to post a video of James riding the YSR50 because James riding a YSR50 might be one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. You still own a YSR50? I do. I have a factory fresh, looked like it never left the dealership, black and gray, 87 Yamaha YSR50. And I mean, if there's... You got a picture of it? Oh, my. Yeah, right. It is seriously... Yeah. You're not riding that bike. You just shit that bike. Like, and the funny thing is, it looks... That needs to go in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fuck, it really? It looks every bit... Is that James? That's, that's me. No. That's you. That's me. Holy shit, that's worse. When, when you get ready to sell the de Blasi's, make sure we dig up that old oh video. Oh, God, here. that video of you riding the de Blasi's is psychotic. The, uh, but, like, this motorcycle, a YSR50, for people who aren't familiar with the podcast, look up a YSR50 from Yamaha. It looks exactly like a YZF750. The scale is all exactly right, but it's been shrunkified like 50%. And so all the proportions are exactly what they should be. And then you realize a human being was meant to sit on it. And it's, but they didn't shrunkify the human being. No, they didn't shrunkify the human <laughs> it's being. It's not horrible. Like, Luke actually fits on it. Which is weird because, I mean, he's a, he's a real thin guy. Yeah. And the guys that race those in the Ohio YSR those League right and out? Team Calamari guys, I don't know. you know, those are full grown American men and they're paddling these things around corners and it's not a question of did you get your knee down no it's a question of when your knee was down and your shoulder was down was there any part of the bike still on the road <laughs> do you corner that thing simply by laying down in the corner and turning the bike around you because it's so hilarious and i had forgotten about the bike it's been in the attic so long and when you guys brought it down and i went there tonight and i checked it out i was like 
Oh, it is fucking adorable. I mean, every <laughs> single part of it is just beautiful. And, like, the workmanship is excellent. And it's street legal. It has full road gear. It's turn signals, everything. You better put one of those, like, flags You need a flag on it. <laughs> I think the only problem is, like... Five years ago, certainly, maybe ten years ago. Helmet with a rotating yeah. beacon. Yeah. If you would have ridden that five or ten years ago, people would have thought you had one of those little Chinese pocket bikes. And they'd have been like, oh, no, that's illegal. You can't have that. But this is a fully road-legal motorcycle. And, you know, they're topped out at about 50 miles an hour. And uh, they do have a good little transmission in them, and they, they work good. But, you know, the Canadians sold an 80cc version of the same bike that went really well. And there are tons of performance parts for it to make it go really, really fast. I've decided I just don't need it in my life anymore, so I'm going to put it on eBay next week, and we'll see what happens. You know what I saw on eBay Steve last doesn't week? have one of those yet, you know. No, that's true. <laughs> but I saw one of those uh, combis. Is it a com- A motocompo? Yeah, motocompo. Oh, Jesus Christ, was, don't get me on, going. No, it was on uh, eBay like two weeks ago. Yeah. I showed Kit. How much I, thousands of dollars did it, it sell like 2300 for? 2300 Yeah, exactly. But it was I'll the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm going to own one of those fucking motocompos. And then that, once the I get it, it's going to be like that. It's a Honda. It folds down yeah, into a suitcase. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you owned one. No, I've never owned one. I've I thought you owned like two of them. No, those are the de Blasi folding scooters. Oh, Italian okay. Ones. What about those yeah. uh, uh, modular 350s? Uh-huh. You ever see those? Uh-huh. They're supposed to be put on planes. And you could put it's a it's a three fifty a CB like a CB three fifty. Okay. It comes apart. The headset comes off. Yeah. And it's in two like suitcases, and okay. you can put both of the parts in suitcases for to fly on a like a Cessna one fifty. Really? And when you and, get where you're going, you have a three fifty. Right. You take Holy the shit. two two suitcases out. Yeah. And you put them together, and it's a three fifty. Wow. Wow, I didn't know anything about that. I saw one of those in the last, like, as long as I've been using eBay, I've yeah. seen one of them. That's crazy cool. I didn't know anything about it. So yeah, they're, that's, they're that's very crazy. interesting. I, I saw one on GovDeals. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, to the GovDeals. There's two uh, R1200s on GovDeals right now, but they have, like, two billion miles on them. Mm-hmm. And what city are they in? Uh, who knows? Tennessee. Alaska. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I, I really think that, like, the small bikes, like those little 50cc motorcycles, and they're the Honda MB5. You know, there was a Honda Dream that came out that was actually a cop, a replica of their old racing bikes. And those 50cc machines are just hilarious. They're not mopeds. Don't confuse them with mopeds. They're actual motorcycles with transmissions. They're just so ridiculously tiny. And that little 50cc motor, which is a weed whacker motor. <laughs> Is just working its balls off. But know? Derby, Derby makes the ultimate 50cc motor. Derby certainly has narrowed it down. I mean, and a lot of the bikes that use the Minarelli motors and stuff, they really do make fantastic power through insane RPMs. Like, that's 16,000 RPM is psychotic. But it's like 14 horsepower out right. of a 50cc 50 50 motor. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable horsepower. It's, it's absolutely insane what they I, will do. I was, I bought a, a, a Suzuki Samurai off this dude. Yeah. And so I was driving the Samurai around. I bought the Samurai. And the guy's like, I have something to show you. I know you're into motorcycles. I'm going to show you this thing. He said, I bought it from a clown. A clown used to ride this around, a, like in in the circus what? down in Columbus. 
And so he brought out this dirt bike. It was a derby dirt bike. Derby dirt bike. Full size dirt bike. Really? 50cc, water cool. Oh, of course. Yeah, water cool. (laughs) And he's like, you have to ride this. I'm like, you know, 50cc. I mean, it's it's not going to excite me. (laughs) I rode this thing. It was was a blast. The shift point is 14,000 RPM. No, no. If you could rev a motor up to 16. Yeah. Thousand RPM, it's unbelievable. Oh my god! And let alone a 50 cc motor at that. Right. So it's like it's mass, like the the stroke and everything is like you you can't even visualize it. No, the, it's the, the head of the motor is as big as your fist. Well, yeah, and that's totally unnecessarily large because right. I mean, when you see the piston that's in it, the piston you could fit two of those pistons in a pill bottle. You know. <laughs> and I've been looking for one ever since. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. The Derby scooters they came out with the were very the they were righteous, they were powerful. <laughs> they were quick. It is, I mean, considering. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, biker movies. I wanted to talk a little bit about. You know, we're coming into winter. There's shit we need to watch. Dustin reminded me last week about The Road. Which road? The the Dunlop Boys. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, hell So yeah. talk about that. Tell the people on the podcast about this Tell fucking documentary, man. <clears throat> I put it on the spot. Okay. You are in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Hey, I was like nodding it. off here, falling asleep for a second, but... Uh, uh, what am I talking about? The Dunlop Boys. The Dunlop Boys. Tell us about the, the documentary. The Dunlop Boys? The Isle of Man Dunlop documentary. Oh, good fucking lord. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Is it called Road? Roads? No, it's not called Road. Um, I, I don't even know what the name of the documentary is, but it's, it's the documentary of where they... <clears throat> it's basically about uh, Guy Martin. Oh, the Guy Martin one. Yeah. Okay, because they did. I thought they did a Dunlop, uh, the Dunlop brothers. No, no, it wasn't the Dunlop brothers. It was. Uh, it was all about Guy Martin. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was a really good movie. Uh huh. I'm trying to think of the name of it. <laughs> and so, is it all Isla Man? Is that the whole idea? Yeah, it was all Isla that's Man. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. She'll, she'll pull it off for you. Yeah. You were kind of Google that. Could it have been closer <laughs> to the edge? Closer to the edge. Uh, no. No, it's not that. <laughs> the, uh, but... Could it be whipped a dangerous weekend? addiction? <laughs> the, nope. uh, so... The it, it was a very good film. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it was all it was all basically about Guy Martin. Was it on Netflix? I mean, we're... No, it's, it has not been on Netflix. Okay. Um, but keep I, I actually had a pirate You're, you're homing in on it. Right, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying. All right. Yeah. It's bigger Sorry. than a bread box. I don't know. I thought you were telling me about the Dunlop, uh, the, uh, Dunlop oh, Brothers video. Closer to Motorcycle. the Edge, which is, a, which is a documentary about Guy Martin. Guy Martin? Uh-huh. Or it has to be Dangerous Addiction, which is well, another... That's, those both sound like winners. Another Guy Martin do- documentary So we're putting film. those I have, on the list. Uh, yeah, so I have all these, like, I have winter time where I can literally be sitting and watching some, some movies or watching some documentaries about motorcycles. And, you know, this year we had this crazy MotoGP season, which I didn't see any of. At all. I've been working too hard. I have not seen any motorcycle racing. I've got a whole winter to just veg out and catch up on this shit. So I'm really looking for some good stuff to watch. And I, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking for suggestions. Cause yeah, well, I mean, dude, that thing was like four years ago. Yeah, well, if you're in the yeah, podcast. It, it was like years ago. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to make recommendations was, of stuff that, that people should be watching. That was the 2010. Uh, Perfect. Uh, Isle of Man okay. series. Well, so for our podcast that's, listeners, that's where Connor Cummings 
fucking crashed bad. It was like, well, really get bad. Us, email us, clevelandmoto at gmail.com, with your suggestions about things yeah. we should be watching and other podcast listeners should be watching over the course of this long okay. and... Mm-hmm. And oh, no, nope. during winter that we're going to have. So really looking for good stuff to watch. That, that was I was sorely okay. disappointed, though. Did you, did you see Why We Ride? Oh, did you go to one no. of those Why We Ride How things? How was that? No, what's that? Oh, they had a... Uh, these, the these YouTube people thing? Produced, no, no, it was in the theaters. Okay. And you would... In the theaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Steve. No, I, they, I was they, following that. Yeah, they were... Uh, Advertise. You had to get a certain number of people to want to see this movie, and okay. then they would show this movie in the theater. And oh, it was really? Why we ride? So if you built up enough like networking, yep. so you build enough people yeah. in your city yeah. that right. want to see it, right. they'll they air would, it. They would air it. So wow. I went to this thing, and there were there were maybe like uh, hundred or two hundred people Ooh, at this uh, the theater when Boom. we saw this thing. But it's like a personal screening. Well, yeah, it was you no, know, it was a. Uh, independent movie yeah. that was about why people ride motorcycles, uh-huh. but it seemed like it was more. Um, so once people got done saying to look cool, what was the other five minutes about? No, it was a lot of like. What was the racing. last five minutes of the like movie? A lot, a lot of racing, really, and they, yeah. they gave away the movie too. So I'll give you the movie. I wow! Had, I, they gave you a CD, really? I mean, a cool. DVD, whatever. Uh, a DVD. Yeah. When you went there we'll of the, the movie, uh, right? So, so we was, can I was sorely disappointed in it because That's the different one. because their reasons why they ride, right? Are not, not the, the reasons why we ride. I mean, we ride for a lot of different oh, yeah. reasons. I mean, we ride. I mean, I, yeah, I've spark, always right, yeah. ridden because it's frugal. Yeah, you're definitely money oriented. Yeah, yeah. but, but I've, I also ride because I love to ride. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I like the the wind in my face. I like just the experience of riding. Yeah. But they didn't seem to to like encompass or capture that in the movie. The movie oh, was man. like because. It was more like a racing-oriented movie, oh, like man. you ride because Need you want to race. Kind of stuff? Right, yeah. like some, yeah. something to that effect. Like, I'll be the first to admit it. The reason I wanted to ride as a kid was I had the Evil Knievel toy. And the Evil Knievel toy. The- <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why my right arm is so strong. <laughs> is that just, just like revving up that Evil Knievel toy. And just... What is that? Rrr, rrr, rrr. Probably a metal Jason. Or, I don't know. Is that it? Like Mac. Okay, yeah. I think it is. The, uh, yeah. He's moving that okay, we, we figure out what Dustin was looking at. Yeah, closer so what's it to called? The closer to the edge. There you yeah. go. Ta-da! Must be an echo. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, from you. And around we go again. We don't listen to you, Jeff. One of my yeah. favorites. Nobody I've listens said it, I've to you. I've said it in previous podcasts. I just love this freaking flick. It's from 1971 or something like that. Yeah. It's called Cycle South. Cycle South. And it follows these three guys, these three yahoos that leave Colorado, Denver, Colorado, and go to Panama. Really? They start out on oh, old thumpers and get to SoCal, yeah. and the thumpers are, are kind of not running oh, good. So they slide in and they transform hey, the thumpers hey, into hey. three 175 Kawasaki's brand new from a dealer. Really? And run the shit out of them. Fuck oh. yeah, they run the shit out of them. They go, they go That's Johnny Metcalfresh showing up with a bottle of Crown Royal. Apple. Apple Crown Royal. <laughs> Giddy up. Oh, <laughs> man, it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. Giddy up. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah, they started out on a couple Brit scramblers. Yeah. Yeah. And then they and tried to beat them through everything and everything. Oh, By the time man. they got like down to the Mexico border, they were like, shit, this is not working. <laughs> and so they, they rode. On, they bought three brand new Kawasaki. Like, yep. like 1960s. Like KE 175s or something? Something, yeah. something like, like that. that you know? Yeah. Well, they jumped on those. They were like, more, whatever. And, and they, they rode them the whole way through they Mexico. They took them off road and they were going, ah, you know. Cool. Like, 
And that's called Cycle South? Cycle South. That yeah. sounds like a good one. I've never seen that. Right, well, I think down. the assignment yeah. for this group should be to watch <laughs> one motorcycle movie for the next podcast. No, seen. I can't guarantee that'll yeah. happen. I'm still busy. Ooh. I'd need to try that. Yeah, I need to try the Apple Crown Royal. very good. Yeah. I do like the Crown Royal anyway. Electric Light and Blue. Oh, God, man. It still makes me somewhat cry. Yeah, seeing Robert Blake at... Oh, I'm not going to tell you the way the movie ends, but it's not awesome for... Things don't go well for Robert Blake. <laughs> that is good. Whoa, man, that smells good. Damn Canadians. <laughs> oh, that's like drinking with an Apple Jolly Rancher in your mouth. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's crazy good. That's a heavy bottle, too. That'd kill a man. Duty free, eh? Duty free, eh? Oh, that's right. You just went to Canada. So how was the Great White North, eh? Uh, still there. Still got... Oh, yeah, we went up to... I made it as far as, well, one kilometer across the border. Right. <laughs> did you uh, I'm Did you go to Mintz? That'll kill you. Nope. Mints has changed to something different. I like it's bourbon. Like, it, the signs of mints are still there, but right. over top of the signs, there's like something it's, else. It's something else. So mints is no longer mints. I did go to Smoke's Poutinery. Smoke's Poutinery. Oh, it was holy fantastic. fuck! It was the highlight of the trip. God damn, a whole a whole poutinery. Like fast food <laughs> poutinery. Oh, I had the double was pork, which was the pulled pork and bacon poutine. Whoa, giddy up. <laughs> My God, man! <laughs> I want to open a take off, eh? Yeah, for a country that has no foundation in the culinary arts, the Canadians do very well with cheese and pork. <laughs> cheese curds, yeah. They know how to bind Something your shit right up. Cheese curds melted over fries and yeah. gravy with some pork. Oh, oh yeah, that. dude, poutine—that's the oh. best shit yeah. ever. See, the Hungarians That'll keep do the mail moving, though. Johnny. Yeah, I can they eat take like some... bacon. Yeah, they roast it over a fire like this. Okay, and they drip it on bread. Yeah, 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 and then they eat yeah. the grease right. I off was the at bread, Sheets so. the other day. I'm going. I'm like programming my sandwich at Sheets, and they're like other things. I'm like, yeah, let me other things. And they were like, oh yeah, well they had like cheese nuggets or whatever. They're fucking curds, man. Sure, they're, they're cheese curds. They just don't want like Amer- like Ohioans are not cool with the word curd. So they didn't call them curds. They called cheese them like nuggets. cheese like cheese blasters or some nonsense. They were beautiful, man. They were curds, and I got oh I got the boom boom sauce for them. It was perfect, man. Ricotta <laughs> cheese is the best. I love ricotta yeah. cheese. Yeah. And it's like baby baby cottage cheese. Baby cottage cheese. <laughs> My wife had some leftover poontine. And I poontine? poontine. Yeah, that's a totally different adventure. <laughs> hey, Dustin, you want some poontine? <laughs> I spilled my coffee. Dude, I make I make poutine all the time. No, I said I poutine. Poutine, said poutine her, only comes in one she flavor. She said her poutine got wet. And I said, I'll eat your wet poutine. <laughs> Oh yeah, poutine is just cheese and gravy mm. over oh, over gravy. over potatoes. Well, but in poutine they get their that. cheese somewhere else. Yeah, God, that was Ba-dum-bum. terrible. I can't believe I said that. Yeah, <laughs> there are things I regret, and that statement was one of them. <laughs> yeah, so bad. My God. So, what are your what's your favorite motorcycle movie, Mac? Uh, well, jeez, uh, um, I've watched. Uh, World's fastest Indian several times. I like that. Oh yeah, still, you like that one, yeah. But on any given Sunday, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, on any Sunday. Excuse yeah, me. any Sunday is a good one. We we run that at the shop quite a bit. People like that one. What? But Mad Max, you know, like the, man. As far as a motorcycle movie goes, Mad Max is a fantastic motorcycle that's movie. The one that, that's the one that I. That's it has it all. That, that's what I. <laughs> Thrills I and spills, that. chills. I want, I want the poor know, goose. Poor <laughs> goose. Oh, fucking goose deserved it. You see the way that guy drove everywhere. 
In every scene, Goose had the back tire of that quack lit up. <laughs> like he'd go, he'd leave to go. Like I'm gonna go meet this girl. And like he never left the light at anything under maximum performance. Well, they said off. he broke his leg in that movie. The actor yeah, actually, actually broke, broke his leg. His leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that did most surreal. of the shooting with a broken yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're an actor. My, my Here's your thousand CC Kawasaki. Go and play with it. Yeah, that's the one that got me. That's one of the things that got me hooked on motorcycles because combined with that, yeah. and there was a guy who used to ride around town on an old KZ 900 mm-hmm. with a four into one on it. Oh, and the sound they make! Badass. Oh, the sound those bikes made! God that made damn! Me want one something yeah, fierce. So that was my, my definitely my evil Knievel toy. Goose's and then, bike was a KZ 1000. Yeah, KZ 1000. Yeah, yeah. That's like that sound and. Mad Max definitely made me want to ride motorcycles. And I know it's totally stupid, but there was a movie called Megaforce that was about, like, these army guys out in the desert, and they had, like, oh, sandrail dune buggies. Yeah. The other one was yeah. the, the one, okay, so what's the one where he has the vehicle, and it's the vehicle that can go through the... Landmaster apocalypse. 1. Landmaster 1. The movie one. is called Damnation yeah. Alley. At Damnation <laughs> Alley. Yeah. And the, but, the kid, but the guy has the dirt uh, bike. He's got the he, dirt bike right in the back of the rig, man. I fucking love that. It was awesome. <laughs> and they did the worst CGI, the worst graphics. They had, like, they had scorpions, normal-sized scorpions that they held in a piece of glass in front of the other movie to be like, look, there's giant 12-foot-long scorpions. And meanwhile, you can, like, see the strings. Well, they ride into town, and he's on the dirt bike, and there's the, all the cockroaches come out of everything. The giant cockroaches, he's yeah. He's got the mannequin on the yeah. back and everything. And they see dumped, him dump her. And they say, oh, he dumped the mannequin up. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was, well, you know, <laughs> the movie hooked me on motorcycles was C.C. Rider with Joe Namath. Joe Namath. I love God. Joe Namath. I yeah. love Joe Namath playing football yeah when he was an actor was that wow. that was after his act his football career right yeah oh yeah he was no, he no. was done playing football he went and did some acting like <laughs> but, with jim brown with but, jim brown that's but right. when he tried to ride this <laughs> harley on the dirt track with all those other guys oh really yeah he, i haven't he seen took, the movie in 100 uh, years it's, it's, i i couldn't tell you a thing about it it got me hooked on really on the whole thing mm. i like chips Chips, yeah, and chips. You know. Oh, I never how missed can, chips growing how can you, up. How can you beat chips? I, it was the, always the loosest plot thing. It was like, okay, so how can we make this situation relatable to a couple of California Highway Patrol officers on motorcycles? They were always busting up some gang, and it was like motorcycles were critical to the fact. always like this at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was it, another uh, movie, too, where the guy was on like a, uh, it was like a Honda XR600, and he converted it to methane. It was supposed to pop Oh, really? Methane. He's, he's he just ate around. a lot of beans. Like nobody else has anything, but he's got a. He converted to He's got mess. a Honda XR600. And he's riding really? on methane. All right, Marlon Brando. Triumph. Yeah, the, the wild one, one. yeah. His bike converted to Right? Meth. Was it a Triumph? Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a triumph, and it was. What uh, year was the triumph? I don't, I can't tell you. I'm not, oh, that, I'm not that big of a nerd. I'm not a, I'm totally not a nerd in that regard at all. Oh, I'm telling you, you're not even supposed to be here. Throwing out these challenges. Was it the wild? Which is like the wild one? Wild ones, right? It's like a three TA, but it's a five TA or something. Yeah, I think it was a five TA. Do you guys remember the Twilight Zone? Which the TV show? They weren't born yet. Yeah, I remember. There's, yeah, a, there's an episode called Black Leather Jackets where there's three guys that rolled into town on old Triumphs. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. 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 yeah, so go Google that. No, you, you need to Google the Pink Angels. 
<laughs> you want to see something awesome. Or Fast Charlie and the Moonbeam Rider. Oh, my God. <laughs> Serpico. With Serpico, the, absolutely. The Superhawk. He's on a Superhawk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Great yeah. Escape. The Great Escape. Oh, that was another one. Oh, man. If ever, if ever you had to... Queen. You ever wanted to sell me on a motorcycle, <laughs> the, the movie Great Escape, I was like, oh, oh, oh. God. Rider. I couldn't pause and re- rewind television. Whipped cream weekend. Yeah. If, <laughs> whipped cream, yeah. <laughs> when I die and go to heaven, I want to ride motorcycles with Steve McQueen. Just like one weekend. Oh, really? Out. Yeah. Just for yeah. the fun. <laughs> Not really. I mean, Not really. Okay, fine. I just thought that would sound good. <laughs> when I die and go to heaven, I just want to ride motorcycles that never need to be worked on. Ever. That's <laughs> just like a Steven Quinn. You know what? If it, no, the, you know what? In heaven, I would ride a motorcycle and it would break, and a different one would magically appear. <laughs> you mean you'd have a pit crew? <laughs> no, no, they would just they would just disappear. It was like it's broken. It serves no purpose anymore. It, just, three, it would vanish. Four to three. When I die, I know heaven. It drops down to hell. Somebody has to work out down there. Motorcycles will either. Yeah, I want to be the fourth in that group. Malcolm's pretty awesome. Sorry, all of that. I mean, all of that stuff. When. When we kind of like, you look back at those movies and you're filming those things, and you're like, the equipment that they were on was, it was really street bike with knobby. I know, you're like, you're looking at that and you're going, oh yeah, and you're thinking, how many times did they shoot that? How many stuntmen got just sprawled out to make these films? And it just had to be like, there had to be so many dudes limping around Hollywood. <laughs> well, the <laughs> worst. I, I'll bring up the worst motorcycle. Uh-huh. Movie. Oh. Mission Impossible 2. Oh, with the Triumph. Uh, no, he he's driving along. He's having this like whole thing going on. Yeah. He get on the sand, and all of a sudden his tires. Oh, they became knobbies. Yeah, yeah, became yeah. knobbies. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Continuity <laughs> errors are all over yeah. the motorcycles involved. Shooting and, yeah. 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 That was ridiculous. The James Bond James film Bond. where he's riding a BMW. BMW. Yes, that's classic. You R- know the 1200 cc R1200 classic, and he jumps the fucker. With a woman sitting astride him, that, backwards. no, it's not a, only. It's not just a woman, it's right? Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Yeoh sitting <laughs> backwards on the motorcycle, and he jumps at an impossible distance from a standing start. That like you could only say they must like seriously. They they wanted you to believe that thing was hooked to a Learjet for the distance it went. <laughs> but you it know was what? psychotic. I... And James Bond has pulled some weird shit on motorcycles <clears throat> before, but that was by far the most ludicrous. But you know what? I allow that. <laughs> I, I, allow I, that. I, I allow that because it was <laughs> Pierce Bronson. Yeah, he's Pierce my Bronson. favorite. Who's your favorite Bond? He's oh. my favorite Bond. Really? Yeah. Sucks. yeah. Pierce Bronson's your favorite Bond? I he's my Sean favorite Connery. Bond. Yeah. I no, I like Sean Connery. He's my second. No, Roger Disco is not my favorite. Roger Moore was my favorite too. He's the one I grew up on. Dude, totally. Roger Moore was my favorite. Me too. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was so close. He was so close. Chris Bratz is my favorite. And then, then, uh, Sean Don't you Connery's just like this second. new guy, Daniel, whatever the hell? Daniel Craig, I love him, man. Oh, that he's great. He's too robotic. I like that. No, no, he's, he's a fucking. He's mess. the way he, they would be if they yeah. were really James right. Bond. I think that's great. Yeah, I like it. Well, I don't Lazenby. Oh, I like. <laughs> I actually enjoy that. I, that was on TV on Netflix or in Hulu right now. It's all the Bonds. Well, yeah, and George Lazenby on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh. Best he music was, of any Bond yes, movie. Yes, he was. He was actually really good in that. And I guess the, I mean, I, I guess. Um, yeah, we don't need any more award, dude. I, yeah, but there's, there's Dustin's alert. Give it to Josh, that's yeah. right. Freeze. Yeah. It was Saturday night, Dustin. 
Yeah, I'm going in, though. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't party late. Well, who's the you next Bond, though? Now you have to wonder who's the next Bond, because uh, the latest guy said he's not going to do it. Yeah, Daniel he, Craig's done. He, Daniel Craig said that he'll kill himself before yeah, he does another J- a Bond movie. That's okay. I like a good reluctant hero. <laughs> <laughs> You're making. You're gonna make me do what? Yeah. Okay. Here's your check. Shut up. The, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's yeah, bad really. at all. Yeah. Here's your fucking check, it's man. It's gonna be Snoop Dogg. Shut the hell up. Snoop Dogg. No, they're gonna remake Dirty Harry. That's Snoop Dogg's gonna be. gonna be Harry Callahan. There you go. Snoop Dogg Callahan. Oh my god. That would be. That would be so good. I would watch that. Oh my fucking god. Wait, don't let this out. No, I wouldn't watch that. This is our idea. There's a casting director right now who's dying. What do you think, punk? Did I shoot five or sizzle? (laughs) Sizzle. (laughs) What were you saying, John? (laughs) There was actually an article I read about. Why hasn't there never been a black James Bond? And I'm like, okay. Because it was on Her Majesty's Secret Fucking Service. It's kind of yeah. yeah, Well, they did just have a... a Because when the only way you need to spot James Bond is saying he's the black guy in a tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) Cover's blown. (laughs) (laughs) They did just have a thing that they had a uh, white Martin Luther King. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. There was some play that they cast a white guy to play Martin Luther King, and immediately they... Yeah, well, no, I don't. CC and Company. CC and, and Company? Yeah. Uh, well, because C. C. Martin Luther company. King was not yeah. fucking white. Well, I mean, right? hey, come well, on. That's right. That was a James. CC and Company was, a... was Anne Margaret and... And Joe, Joe Namath. Oh, so yeah, no, CC and Company. company. That was CC and Company, not CC Ryder. CC Ryder was, yeah. yeah. Hell's Angels on Wheels, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. What was that? We got our fact checker here. We do. We have the list of motorcycle movies that one must see. CC and Company, that is the name. We have Mrs. Hoffert here. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And if you do want to see a horrible, horrible motorcycle movie that you will love, see Knight Riders. I'm sure you can find it anywhere. If you spend more than a dollar on it, I'll be amazed. But it is a horrible movie. But I will say this: see your local drug mart. They still have yeah, I'm sure they have it. They still have the VHS copies. But what's nice about it is there's motorcycle jousting. The whole movie's motorcycle jousting, so that's epic. And then there's a Honda CBX, which is also epic. You know, I mean, there's there's so much in that movie that is just like you talk about. It's a Ren fair, a traveling Ren fair out of the back of a semi with a mountain of motorcycles, and they're living a medieval times lifestyle that focuses on motorcycles. Come on, man. That's a stretch by any standard. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's such a bad, good movie. It's well, so, what's so. with Lance Henriksen? I would bad guy. I wouldn't know Lance Henriksen can Lance be on my leg. No shit, really? You don't know who Lance is? I don't. Yeah, I know who he is. I, I love that guy. He's, a, he's one of my favorite actors. I don't even know who he is. He's a guy in uh, He's the android in Aliens. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But he was the bad guy in this movie, and then that Brian Bosworth was oh, the boss. undercover. Oh, oh my God, Boy, yes. No, he was undercover as a motorcycle. He was one. in a motorcycle. Yeah, he joined a motorcycle uh, gang. He's and, a cop and then, uh, Oh, my God. So uh, Henriksen rides into like the... the, the <sighs> State that's on the same level as Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man. Yeah, no, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's on the, the same level. Horrible. No, at, horrible? Least there's a, at least there's a PC 800 in that movie. That's yeah. true, but I'm telling you, it's still a horrible movie. Yep. 
Yeah, I watched Ghost Rider thinking Ghost Rider would be a motorcycle movie. It's not yeah, a motorcycle movie. Like, <laughs> was, as much as I wanted to like that, it's it just made me mad. <laughs> that whole movie just made me mad yeah, all no, the time. Wasn't was, he chasing Kid Rock on a bike? The Kid Rock bike. Was, uh-huh. What was the, There was a movie. I don't know. What? Oh, where he was flying, and then like Kid Rock was on a bike. Really? Do you have a sidecar with Joe C in it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sidecar, nice. my glide, so Joe C can ride. Did, did I just like notice that Chris, Chris Smith is dressed like as that. an escape convict? Chris Smith is dressed like Marlon Brando from the Wild Ones right now. He's got that horizontal striped French. He's either that Black or mine. Like Waldo over yeah. here. Chris yeah. Rock was like, a, or not Chris Rock. Kid Rock was the bad guy, and he was on a bike, and he was. And it was like, really? You're going fast? Look how fast I'm going. Fucking oh, my God. And they were, they're flying through the city. Oh, no, there's just, I mean, there are plenty of movies that are horrible movies that motorcycles are featured in them. But, yeah, I, I God, man, that's just, and it is the it is the funny thing because immediately when somebody points, when somebody goes for a motorcycle thing, to me, I love the movie Wild Hogs. Yeah. <laughs> because funny. the movie Wild Hogs. Oh. I know they're doing a tongue in, right? But I also know yeah. that it's a cautionary tale because you look at that and you're just like, "Yeah, I know where you're going with this," and you had the talent and the whole thing. Excuse me. But they shined a light on this like rich urban biker culture that I know they were poking fun of themselves. But by the same token, I was just like, "And Harley Davidson still sold motorcycles as a result of that movie." Well, it's like, interesting because you listen to um, Stone Cold. That's that was the terrible. Brian Steve, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, God, 1986 or whatever God. the hell it was. Yeah. With that Wild Hogs movie, they were saying that those guys never rode motorcycles before, and they were afraid. I don't fucking blame uh, them. No, no. When you listen to the, like the, the, and you can tell, yeah, they were afraid <laughs> of riding those motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. Well, William Macy looked like he was afraid of riding that motorcycle. Oh, he yeah. did. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah. Well, he ran into everything in that movie anyway. So. <laughs> I just, oh You've ever God. read the, the history of of? Uh, but I cannot believe that. What's his face? He's going for eighteen hundred tequila. That oh, stuff geez. tastes like burnt ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? What's that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, we did. I can't we think of his the, name. I I don't care that. Uh, yeah, the posty bike was the lumber Derailed hauler tonight. The train of thought, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. No, he's yeah. in a, a, if you've ever read or, or heard the history of the making of Happy Days. Really? I'm going to ruin it. A lot of people are not going to like me, but this is Please true. go right ahead. This is true. Henry Winkler did not ride motorcycles. I don't no, doubt he did it. Not. Yeah, he, I don't doubt the, it. The scene where he's moving, he was being towed, and they cut the cable loose, and he just coasted into the parking lot. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> no, he never rode a motorcycle. Wasn't it like a Ever. Triumph 250 that they badged it up to be a bigger one? A bunch one? of different stuff over yeah. the years, but yeah, it was yeah. like a Tiger or something. Yeah, it was a little tiny bike because I remember uh, as a kid looking at it, going, "That's a small bike." Yeah. Like, yeah, there's not enough top end on that motorcycle. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. There's Honorable been. Matching goes with Batwoman. Batwoman? Batwoman? Recently or the old one? The old one when I was a kid? When I was a kid and they had the the bat cycle? Well, the old... Oh, God. The old Batman with the... Batman with the bat cycle with the sidecar with the go-kart in it? Oh, my God. That's so, so crazy. The Batwoman bike is like a... I don't know. It looks like a... Bruce Gordon freaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a uh, Yamaha yeah, 100 or something. Yeah. <laughs> with a big, with big much plastic bear. added to yeah. it. It went to the Prince and the Revolution school of body modification. <laughs> yes. Tiny motor, much plastic. <laughs> we'll make this look big. 
The uh, it's so oh my god, so terrible. What, man, Honda Hawk should always come with a windjammer. With the giant windjammer. Oh my god, the uh, that was so bad. So love Craig Vetter. Yeah, right. Never say anything bad about Craig Vetter around me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His his windshields and luggage have protected a great number of vintage motorcycles from ever being damaged. <laughs> I was trying to get You take off all that shit, there's a perfectly good motorcycle under there. Well, this quest for the highest miles per gallon. Yeah. I mean, really hit yeah. something in, in, inside of me. So. Yeah, I can tell. I would. There's no <laughs> doubt. I'm surprised <laughs> you haven't been on the Craig Vetter Challenge a bunch of times with pizza boxes and shit <laughs> well, zip to tied him, together on your bike. Mrs. McElfresh and her girlfriend to come out tonight, but they, and I was pre-screening them with... Uh, so, how do you feel about the BMW 310R? Yeah. And the, one of the comments was, Oh, you mean some rich old guy on it? That sucks. Out of the BMW. Wow. Well, yeah. Instant knee-jerk reaction. That was as soon as you say BMW, they just picture an old guy on it. And then I said, yeah. how do you feel about, how do you mini, feel about that, Steve? mini weight bikes like a YSR50, which yeah. is like a 50cc street yeah. little What do you think bike. about that? Oh, if you're going to have a, str- a little bike, you might as well have it be a dirt bike, like a mini bike. They had some strong opinions. Like, that would have been gold. That's golden. Yeah. If it's going to be little, it might as well have dirt tires on it. <laughs> no reason to be little if you can't play in the dirt. It, that makes absolutely perfect sense. The uh, I, As far as this week goes at the shop, I can tell you, we're, we'll wrap it up here. But then we're this, over to the quarry. What's that? <laughs> then we're yeah, over yeah, the quarry, exactly. The, uh, we should, actually. This week at the shop has definitely been the You're only people that have ridden to the shop are the diehards. Fuck you. And they're dieharded up, and they're already dieharded up. And they're coming in, and you can tell this is their first opportunity to put on all their gear. So they're coming in seven layers deep. And they're just, they can barely fucking move. And they, they're just like, I like can't put my arms down. Selfie. I can't put my arms down. But you know what? The bikes run so well. Well, yeah, because they're, they're seriously, they're running Sucking at like. in 40 degree yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, it's testing purposes. But yet the bikes run so well. Yet we've had two crashes this week. Two people that I, that are, you know, customers. Diehards crash? Yeah. Because, oh my God. because wet leaves for the first one. There was yes. wet leaves on the road. Yes. And the second one was deer. So it was wet leaves and deer. So wet leaves and deer, and all we know. Have dinner. Oh man, the freaking, the freaking road. Smoke. That wouldn't make medicine. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I came out of my wet leaves and deer. I, I came out of my my yard today <laughs> on the CT, <laughs> and we don't rake leaves until it's snow on them. Well, she rakes yeah. leaves every day. Oh no, man! I do not maintenance rake. No, I don't wait. I wait until the you trees are so there? naked. No. I thought you had people for that. No, well, we used to, but yeah, that's it. Uh, maybe we'll get lucky and somebody will give us a gift. Well, of the deer are not yard maintenance. I mean, I yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. The deer, the deer are nuts right now. Well, we saw a mangy deer on the way here. A mangy saw, deer? Oh no, seriously, this deer was as mangy as mangy can be. Really? Oh yeah, half the deer's fur was gone from mange. <gasps> Really? Zombie deer. Holy shit. Zombie deer. Feet <laughs> <laughs> are so cold. Oh, man. When we get zombie deer, we're in bad shape because they have a sellout number here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Are you sure somebody hadn't sh- thought they shot it and started dragging it and had some fur came off? And then then no. It was, I woke up. We was crossing the road as we were coming here. Yeah. And the thing had half its fur gone. And usually when half the fur yeah. of a deer is gone, it's mange. Yeah. yeah we sense. used to hunt deer. We'd walk like four miles back in the woods and you'd shoot a deer. Yeah. And by the time you drug it all the way four miles over rocks, you didn't need to dress it. Four billion calories. There was calories. no hair left. On it. It was just leather hide. 
<laughs> we were having lunch the other day, and apparently side-by-sides are just the shit. Like, side-by-sides is this industry that that every motorcycle manufacturer is just like, we got side-by-sides. Yeah, the new... I the watched new a TV that? program that? that was... UTVs, utility vehicle. Utility vehicle. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a breathed-on rhino. Oversized, um, yeah. It's a breathed-on gator. <laughs> For it's lack a, of a better it's a term, fucking golf cart and steroids. Yeah, yeah. It's now a quad that you can ride with your friends sitting next to you. And I watched a hunting program that was sponsored by Yamaha or somebody, and it was not a hunting program. It was guys wearing real tree talking about all the accessories they put on their Yamaha side by side, whatever the fuck it was. And it was so not about hunting. Gear queers. It was gear queers, yeah. It was purely <laughs> gear queers. That's all it was. And these guys were so proud, and they were admiring each other's machines. And they're like, oh, I see you got the blobbity blue but I see, I see you got the, the LED light rack with 9,000 LEDs on it. Oh, and I see you've got the four-passenger. No, great. So now it's a four. What the fuck is the difference in practical application, and excuse me if you will, between a side-by-side and... A $1,200 Suzuki Samurai. Yeah. Because a Suzuki Samurai has four-wheel drive, right? It's less wide than one of them fucking side-by-sides. Yeah. It has heat and, and windows a and a radio. <laughs> and did I mention heat? <laughs> there ain't a fucking side-by-side in the world yet that has fucking heat. No, Samurai was one of the best vehicles. And you know to what? Do, to a hunting vehicle or a woods vehicle and we or all a know that, trail vehicle. Right. We all know that hunting is just an excuse to go drink with your friends. Well, the point with the samurai is you can lock the doors so that your keep guns... Keep the bears out. Yeah, your guns, and you keep the other fucking hunters out. And so you can keep all your pogey bait and your guns and your whiskey all away from all the other people <laughs> until you get way back away from your wife and children where basically you're just going to go shoot things and rub your dicks on each other. I mean, that's, that's all it is. I remember that one time Dave had too much to drink and shit got weird? Yeah. Well, if you're doing we were that... cold, and, damn it. Yeah, right, exactly. Let it be, let it be. If you're doing it in a samurai, you don't have to get wet in the process. You can go sit in the car, turn the heat on, and listen to music. You turn on your Al Green, and you know, if, deer, if a deer stumbles by, roll the window down and kill the fucker. You know, and the worst case scenario, you could probably get a couple of guys together and throw the thing up on the roof, and you're good to go. I'm saying that's why you need a big school bus. Fuck a fourteen, well, fuck a fourteen thousand dollar side by side or UTV or thing. God damn it, just go out and buy like a fleet of two thousand dollar samurais. Because I've seen them made into rock crawlers, they'll go anywhere. Oh, uh, those yeah. things will go. Anywhere. They'll go anywhere. And you know what? You don't have to get a side by side samurai. It might be small, you know, so you can get a Vitara. You know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. An X, what are those things? X X70s? Yeah, or yeah. What's that little two seater? It's X70. X90. 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 Thank you. X90. Something yeah. like yeah. that. It's the same thing. It's an aerodynamic samurai. But the point being, they're cheap as fucking hell. They don't ever die. And you know, the fenders are already rotted out, so you don't have to cut anything out of them to Pretty get right spray yeah. right. Great stuff in them. Yeah, you spray great stuff, now it'll float. You fill that fucker up with enough great stuff, stuff and now it's exactly amphibious. Then it's a Gibbs. Fucking ridiculous, man. Suzuki Samurai that was not lifted in any way, just mm-hmm. fucking cut the fenders out and put yeah. the biggest set of fucking tires they could. And they ran that thing, and it had been, by the time I even got there, the thing had obviously been beat to hell. Yeah. And yeah. they beat the hell out of it even some more. Pogoed it, landed some it on more, its front end, it s'mores? almost slipped over, but then it didn't. And then it was like, it, the whole thing was just smashed up like it took a, a tin yeah. can and crunched it up and then unfolded it. Renee's Vitara. 
That orange red thing she's driving. That has been upside down four times. Yep. Affectionately known as Mr. Crinkle. Mr. Crinkles. Yeah. Mr. Crinkles. Mr. Crinkles. That that car has been upside down four fucking times. It's been rolled no, four no. times. One roll, four rolls. Mm-hmm. Like one incident, four, four tumbles. Yeah. Like stuntmen get paid for that mm-hmm. shit. And this is like a 23-year-old girl lost control of it in a turn and blah, 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 blah. And tumbled it down the road. So now it looks like a crumpled beer can. My mom's was 500 awesome. bucks, and it pulled my account line. My account line was in a ditch. You'd just be like, fuck it, blow it up in place. Roll out. And it was snowy as fuck. The snow was deep. I took mom's Vitara out, put it in four low, hooked up the straps to it. It plucked that account line out. Full fucking E350. Like it wasn't there. Screw it, side by side. You people are all wasting your goddamn time. It's like yeah. having a 200 horsepower motor to go catch a bass fish. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, it's misspent well, bass finances. Bass always, always were odd to me. They have like a 400 horsepower yeah. outboard on yeah. a, a bass boat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, we used what, to call it Johnny Boat. Yeah, but yeah. why do you have to get there so fast? Well, it's a fish. You're to beat everybody yeah. To that spot. Else. Yeah, tournament fish. To the spot yeah, where the computers told you all the fish were. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I do? I go to Giant Eagle. <laughs> For Costco. Costco. I can do that on my fucking bicycle, man. Yeah. I will, come, I will bring back more fish in a half an hour on my bicycle than they spend in a day on that bass boat. <laughs> and I don't have to buy $40,000 worth of gear to go do it. I don't even have to know how to fucking... Like use a lure. Use the scale. You don't have to pull their guts out. Dude, do nothing. nothing. And it's picking out pin bones either. Guys. Yeah. No. Fuck it. It's delicious. Well, they delicious. always get caught in my throat. So. <laughs> I can get fish from halfway around the world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. We cut this thing. Down. All right. Are we gonna shut this one down? All right. Yep. So on that, remember, don't buy a side by side by Suzuki Samurai. Right. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Get a small bike because they can be a lot of fun. What the hell? Why not? Drive fast and, and drive fast and take chances. My God, John, play us out of here. Ba 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 